Record to the cloud. What's up? Okay. Recording. Not much, just eating some chicken, some asparagus, mushrooms, garlic. <laughs> I had some orange slices. <laughs> um, I'm drinking my Nutrigen shake right now. And I have, see, I this is the first time I've had it in like, I'd say maybe a week and a half, almost two weeks, which is a long time for me because mm-hmm. I have it every day, but it's been out of stock. Um, and I'm not wasting my money on another green supplement. Like I'm just not doing it. So I'll just take my Morpho Multi. Hopefully I get my things there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I wouldn't, um, shameless plug, but I wouldn't spend your money on other green supplements if you're going to take a green supplement. Um, I'll use the new ethics because like, actually I like new ethics. Yeah. Especially because they have a, it's like cafe mocha and I fucking love that coffee flavor. So I'll use new ethics yeah. for like a substitute. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then for Morpho Multi, when, cause they were out of stock, I just used the life extension two a day. And when that runs out, like I'll replace it with the multi again. So there, there are subs that aren't obviously like par for par on, with Morphogen, but I mean, like in my a mindset, it's better than nothing. Like, but you're better than me. You're better than me because I'll be like, nope, like, <laughs> like nope. I eat enough and I'm fine. True. So I mean, same. I just honestly, is there something in that in the more in the mindset where you're like drinking your greens in the morning? You just you feel good. Like at least that's how yeah, I feel. Well, like, I, I, I think it's not a more like it's not a more lol. It's not like a as it's not comprehensive like this green supplement. But mm-hmm. I take a fiber supplement, so I'll take like fiberlize. I don't know if you've ever had that from a uh, species nutrition. It's actually pretty good. It tastes good. So I'll use that for my fiber, but I won't use anything extra for like the micronutrient component because yeah. I know I'm eating enough. It's just, I do have a hard time with food and like ex- lots of fiber in each meal, like which I need, right? Cause I eat a lot. So I have a hard time with it. Like my stomach gets really ex- distended really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I go to the bathroom easier, but like, I'm walking around like, oh my God, my stomach. So like, I have to take a supplement in the morning and then like kind of spread out my fiber for the rest of the day. So I got you. I got you. Speaking of, I had the best post Christmas shit. Like, I don't know how you ate on Christmas, but like me, it was Girl. like, I ate, and I ate some food and like the day after, oof, so good. No, I had, I had the poopies. I had the poopies. The poopies? Ooh. Poopies. Yeah, it was, my body was like, no, Brittany, don't fucking do that. Like, because I honestly, okay, this is what I did for Christmas. Nothing. I, I didn't even walk. I was just like, I wonder what would happen if I did nothing today. If I did nothing for bodybuilding, like, if I didn't, fuck you. (laughs) if, If I didn't walk, if I didn't go train, I just, ate whenever I felt like it, which was Mm -hmm. weird. Like I haven't done this in, (laughs) I don't even remember the last time I did this shit. And um, yeah, I was just with my family and I was completely in the present. This is like, usually I'll get my protein, I'll have protein shakes and all that. And I'll be doing the most. And Mm -hmm. I was like, "Hmm, I wonder what would happen if I did nothing. Like, so I did it and um, I had an appetite. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed the food. I was like, full off of like a little piece of croissant and some cheese for like it it was a lot of cheese though for like hours like I I understand why people can't eat when they eat stuff like that like and I was like wow I'm not hungry at all I don't want anything 
Mm-hmm. I do not want to eat. I don't even. And so I had, I actually did try like when I got back home last night, I had a bowl of oatmeal and that shit was so hard to eat after oh, I God. had like, I didn't even eat that much yesterday. Like mm-hmm. I did not eat. I don't feel like I ate that much because I'm so used to eating a lot like throughout right. the day, but I tried to eat that bowl of oatmeal and I was like sweating and getting sick. And I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> like, <Getting> no sweats. It's <laughs> like, geez, but yeah, it was like my little free day just to bad. I'll never want to do that shit again. Like I'm not doing that's, that shit. <laughs> like, that's, that's awesome. But you I, know, I had like a fairly significant amount. Like I did train that morning. The training session wasn't that great. Like my right hamstring was like, I think overstretched or something like that. I don't know if I did warm up properly or what, but like I kind of had a short, which is a little disappointing, but no, I had like made like a charcuterie board, had some smoked salmon, like had some oranges and raspberries, some like dark chocolate. I ate two cookies that I made that were like chocolate chip with pecans, which are all uh, made Eric's great, great grandmother sugar cookie recipe. So that was fun and nostalgic for him. And we didn't really do any gifts for each other, but we opened up like gifts. Well, okay, everyone, I lost Ashley. So um, her internet just shit the bed. So I'm just going to tell you all what I got for Christmas. So what I got for Christmas was the fucking best. I got some Crocs. And honestly, like everyone talks, well, when, when I was younger, fucking Crocs were not the shit. Like, and a lot of things when I was younger, weren't the shit. Like champion sports stuff was like, you were fucking broke. If you, if you wore that shit and Crocs were like, why the fuck are you wearing those? Those are for like. Oh, I'm, I'm, she's coming back. I think she's coming back. But anyway, yeah. And I actually like love my Crocs and now everyone wears them and I'm just waiting for them to not be in style. I'm waiting for Crocs to not be in style y'all. And Ashley's back. <laughs> so, like, I started talking about what I was, what I got for Christmas. I was just sitting here. Um, quiet. I'm sorry. It's like shitting the bed. So I'm just going to be on my phone. So if the podcast like audio quality shit on my end it's because i'm using my phone so sorry about you're that you're gonna have to edit this so much because it's a lot of like no, no we're fucking leaving it in so whatever you were talking about with crocs crocs are <laughs> that we're saying we're, we're doing this live fuck it we'll do it live no i mean like the the breaking up and stuff it's oh gonna, fair yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll let about that shit anyway what were you talking about you oh you were talking about um the castle bread. wonder yeah bread. like does very similar things even though we were like states apart growing up only yours does like the fancy croissants mine does like the wonder <laughs> i looked it up online i didn't i don't think it's a cali thing i just looked it up online oh no casseroles like my family always does casseroles like with thanksgiving christmas like casseroles are like their thing because like from like the 70s there's like the green bean casserole there's like this weird marshmallow fluff that always makes it a presence that i have no idea what's in it but like it's pink and it's scary it's as shit. Pink and it's, it's good pink. Like- pink. <laughs> you pink. um no it's always like casserole so yeah we always did like that egg casserole the breakfast casserole is what we called it christmas morning and then yeah we would like open presents and stuff so this year definitely was a little bit different because eric and i spent christmas in our house which was kind of nice um but like i said we didn't do gifts for each other but you know with the money that we got from like our families and stuff like that we bought our first tv so that's super exciting so i no longer have to like do stuff on like a computer monitor so we actually have like a television now so we're slowly nice. upgrading that's awesome i'm very happy for you um Thanks. yeah i try to um 
stay like I tried to tell my family like yeah I'm gonna make a croissant casserole and they were like looking at me like casserole and I was like I know it sounds like an ugly word like but it's gonna be great like they were like Mm, and they were so skeptical but then they really really loved it so it was cool like I just told them maybe I won't call it a casserole maybe I'll just call it the Britney bitch egg surprise yeah egg surprise croissant surprise yeah so yeah it was really good but I'm happy that's cool that you got so you just like do stuff on your laptop like is that what you have been doing this whole time so my laptop, yes, but Eric also has like a like 40 inch monitor and he has a very high powered desktop. So that's what we would use for like our TV or whatever. And, you know, it was fine, but we you know we want to make this one room that we have like more like home-like. And so, you know, we're trying to like get more furniture and actually get a TV for the place to like make it just more usable. Cause now we have this like empty space that like we're not using. So like, if you see my office, like my office, it's like literally just like a fucking table. But then back here, there's nothing in there. And this oh. is like, a, we're supposed to be like a living room. So like, we're trying to like get a couch and like an accent chair and like a little fireplace to like make it like just more cozy. That's cool that y'all are like on this project together. Like I like, I like, uh, well, I've told you before. I think that like relationships are freaking beautiful. Like I just, <laughs> especially when you're like, like very not like I don't know the word like you you work well with each other and like you you yeah you realize that like the building process of your your life has to do a lot with your relationship as well and how to grow those two simultaneously like while you're also meeting the other person's needs is like right. not easy and I think it's like really cool when I see two people that do that very well together um because <clears throat> you and Eric are like like that like you do that very well together and you know how to work and through a relationship, you know how to, you know what it, you know what the work is and you're accepting yeah. of it and you're not deterred by it. You're like, this is what I, and you also realize that like relationships are like a lot about your development with each other, but also like your own personal development too, because you don't stay the same person through the relationship. Nope. You, you change like many times you're going to, you're going to change so many times I mean, I've never been in a relationship as long as you, you have with Eric, but like, I'm sure that you have changed over time a lot. And like Mm -hmm. you, you adapt to one another to those changes that happen. And it doesn't deter you from the person because the person changes in interests or changes and maybe even personality sometimes that happens. Um, Oh yeah. But but it's like, I think people go into that this shit now I'm preaching people people go go into this shit thinking that oh should there that person's going to stay the same forever like mm-hmm. and it's not it's just not realistic to think about that to think it that way like I haven't been again like in a relationship as long as y'all have so like what do I know but from what I've observed like people change and people get really scared of it like people get really scared of the person like switching up and then they start like becoming insecure and start yeah. doing stuff on the side that they shouldn't be doing. And then that's how people like things, shit like falls apart. Like, yeah. because they're not honest with each other. Like when those changes start to happen and saying, hey, like you're changing a little bit. Like, how can I help you to love you more or better? And how can I meet my needs still too as an individual? Because I matter too. And yeah. it's like, people don't know how to work through that. Like they're very intimidated by it and they throw their hands in the air 
when shit gets hard. So yeah, no, that actually reminds me of something kind of funny and still relatable. So obviously we were staying with my parents when we were visiting Ohio and, you know, speaking about being like, you know, an entirely different person. Like when we first started dating, like, you know, I had blonde hair. I was much more of a, a quiet little church girl. And, you know, my favorite color was purple. So my room was purple. I had like horse posters and bear posters. Like my room was just like very much samey. So it's still purple. You know, I still have all of my, my old collectible dolls like on the shelf and like it really fucking creeps him out. Like those dolls like creep him out, like hardcore <laughs> creep him out. And so, you know, we were like, you know, having sex in my childhood bedroom because you have to do that. Like it's a rite of passage to like fuck in your childhood bedroom and like not gonna lie, like he's like turn off the lights because he didn't want to see like the dolls watching. <laughs> but yeah, like that's just like entirely different. Like obviously again, like color it's just like my favorite color is black now and I'm much more of a hardcore bodybuilder and not just like quiet little like church girl that like you know is just like not opinionated or anything like that like I'm much more strong-willed but again like we've been together um almost eight years and so we have like grown together and although we have grown differently like he's much more into like video games and outdoors and stuff like that and I'm much more into bodybuilding but we still have grown together and adapted together but we're still together because we love each other and want to support one another and yeah. so when we were talking about like, what do you want to set for your new year's goals? Not like a resolution, but like an actual goal. And he's like, oh, I want to get a job where I work from home. So therefore I have more hours where I can focus on things doing that I love. And it's like, great. I think that's a great goal. Like, how can I support you in that? And it's like, well, it might mean maybe sacrificing some time that we spend together while he like goes on to apply for jobs or, you know, let's say he does get a job where he works from home. It's again, maybe sacrificing some hours that we would spend together as husband and wife. And maybe it's him focusing on his passion project that he wants to do with his friend. Um, so it's just me understanding as a wife that this is, these are the things that he has communicated to me that are important to him. And therefore I want to support him and give him that because, you know, he does such a good job supporting me and loving me with like all things bodybuilding, but if I can give him, you know, not necessarily his space, but this time that he would view as valuable that I'm, of course, I'm going to give it to him. And in fact, I want to do it together. So it's like, well, how can we do this together? So therefore we're still growing, but we're not growing apart. Yeah. Yeah. And I think people tend to like, I see it all the time where they, they let their interests and their goals deter them from like growing together they kind of like I'm not saying that you can't choose your goals first in a relationship because that's basically what you're doing but you're <laughs> talking about how how can I support you through your goals so that we still have this connection and that we can still like grow together because that's what I want for you like yeah. I want that for you um and so man, I think that sometimes people are a little too binary about it because they, they're lacking the understanding of like what a true relationship is supposed to be. It's not like you get all your goals in your life and then you have a relationship <laughs> because you don't have to do it that way. Like you can have lots of goals and grow with the person and that person is supporting you in your goals. If you choose and you want a relationship, if you don't want a relationship, then get out of your fucking relationship. But like, <laughs> but I think that like that comes with the territory. It's like when you're, when you're growing as a person, you're in a relationship, like you have to, you have to communicate with your partner. Like these are the things I want for myself. And if you're on board, I'm happy to take you on the ride as long right. as you support me. And if you're not, then 
and but at the same time like what can I do to make you feel loved through mm-hmm. my through my journey of like like me I want to be a, a coach you want to be a coach like a we are coaches but like we want to be a, a, at a different place five years from now so right. we're gonna have to do different things that create this this goal for us or let, let that come into fruition and so the, our partners we have to tell them like hey this is what I need during this time same thing with Tony like him having his gym and all that right like that's it's hard to navigate that with with it's hard right now because he's got so much he's always got to be at the gym he's always <laughs> like you know doing what he needs to do over there and plus I work a full-time job that's very far right so you know I have to ask him, well, I guess we could do better at this, but like, you know, talk about and communicate like about what's going on day to day in our lives. So we're kind of supporting each other that way. That's kind of how we do it. Like we don't have, we sit down conversations like, Hey, like, how can I support you? It's more so like when we need support, like we're kind of there and there to listen. And it's, and I'm very like, um, I don't think he notices this, but like, when I feel like I am, like I'm not being heard as much, I'll kind of like, <laughs> like shift the conversation over to like my life and be like, oh, so this is how my day went. Like, yeah. you know, like, so that it's not just like him throwing all of his day and, and his stresses at the gym and like how I can support him like all the time. Cause it can feel like that sometimes. Um, but yeah, I think like, it's just, again, like, I think relationships are so like, um, like beautiful and just create, like seeing that happen is like really cool between yourself. And then also in my personal life too. So. I agree. I agree. Um, no, this has been, I think a good week. That was a great, great thing to touch on. Um, but as far as this week, it's kind of like getting to kind of back into the swing of things before like another big holiday hits. And so, you know, New Year's. <laughs> I know, I New Year's. Care, do you care about New Year's? Are you like a New Year's person? I'd say not really. Like I'll probably stay up and watch the ball drop because I think, you know, why not? You know, maybe if I can make it that long. I don't know. Like last night I stayed up to like 10 o'clock and that was like a big deal. <laughs> um, <laughs> and literally, I'm probably like, at like 730, 830. So like, yeah, don't text me past seven. Usually grandma's in bed asleep. It's funny because like by the time I go to sleep, you're waking up. It's like 3 a.m. over there, 4 a.m. Yeah. And I'm like going to bed. Like, we live no. very different lives. Like, <laughs> I don't know. If Eric starts to work from home, we might shift it. I know. I like, the, I feel most productive in the wee hours of the morning, which is why I like getting up early and getting all my shit done. But if he works from home, like, we could potentially shift our shit backwards. And I would be fine with that. Cause, like, the reason why we do it now is because, like, I like him going to work early. So then he gets home earlier, even though it's the same amount of hours. But, like, if he gets home at three or four o'clock, there's still like sunlight out. So we can, like, yeah. go do something before it gets super dark and depressing, you know, but I don't know if he works from home, like we might shift things around Who's, who knows, but you know, I'd like, work for, I'd like to go back to working from home exclusively because right? it's I'm yeah, it's, it's, the, it's just the loneliness for me. For me, it's like the loneliness of not like, like you might be speaking to humans, especially like your clients and stuff, but like you still like, we're all like Sims. We still need that social interaction. That's not just work or else you'll like feel burnt out much more. Even if you, get high from the work that you do even if it is kind of like a passion project but you still need that social like physical interaction with like 
a real person in real life, not just over social media. So like, that's the one thing that I really struggle with that sometimes I get into these like depression episodes. Cause it's like, we're so connected, but at the same time, when you work from home, you might be connected, might not feel a connection. I think that's yeah. really important. Exactly. Like I do feel a little bit more socially well now that I work in person. Um, like I have a, um, a community that I can see in person and like, see people's faces if they have you know if they don't have a mask on and like um because out here we're still doing the mask thing um and that's nice but I do get burnt out very quickly from it and my thing is is that I can't pick and choose when I want to be around people and when I don't when I work in person it's like I'm around people and I just have to deal with it like (laughs) so like working from home and also being a bodybuilder mentally is very challenging for me to be in a work environment um, in person. And I can't choose when I want people's attention. And when I don't like, and that's, and you know, like for a little while I was like, Oh, I hate that. But then I started thinking like, if COVID wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't even be thinking like this. I just have Mm -hmm. something to compare it to. And I remember they had asked, um, how they could support us through our transition. Cause they didn't realize that like coming back in person was going to be so hard on people. Like, and I said, I told them, I said, you know, you're talking as if everyone wanted to come back in person. Okay. I'm going to be honest with you. Like I love working here and I like working, but I did not want to come back in person. And I'm sure that there are people in this room that are too afraid to say that because there's this, the, the campus that I work at is jaded towards like everyone back in person, right? Everyone's. And honestly, like I liked my life living from home, like working from home. Um, and I told them a little bit about my lifestyle and my personality. And I was like, this is why. Um, and although I like working here, um, it would have been nice to have maybe a transition, like Mm -hmm. coming in two days a week or having flexed hours or something so that it didn't feel so like, oh, I was gone for a year and a half. And then now I'm back and I have to deliver the way that I did a year and a half ago when I don't even have the population of students to do it. Um, so if I have to make PT sales or buy a certain amount of equipment and, and exchange it out. Or if I have to have a certain amount of classes that I offer with my instructors, like my instructor, and you want a certain amount of participants or you want a certain amount of sales, there are not even people on campus to do that. So like you're putting a lot of pressure on me to deliver, but I can't deliver that to you. On top of that, like I'm coming in back in person. I'm not used to people anymore. Um, And half the time, like, I don't want to be bothered. Like, and everyone started laughing, but I was like, I'm just being honest with you because these are things that people are thinking that they're not saying. Um, and so now we're going to have like, you know, a couple days a month working from home, which is much, you know, without having to take like sick time, which is much, uh, that's much better than, you know, not like not looking forward to anything. Like, right. cause it's like, you just come in every week and you're like, fuck it's five days. And it's like, <laughs> so yeah, but I feel like that's, that's a good thing that they're starting to think like that because I think COVID is like not going to go away. Like I was talking to my grandmother yesterday and she was like, I'll just be so happy when all this is over. And, you know, cause she's almost 80, you know, so she right. wants to see people before she always talks about how she's about to die. Like, and I'm like, no, I swear. I know, I know it sounds like, but she's always like, when I go up in the, with the Lord, I'm so excited. Like she's, 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 she's how she talks. And, yeah. um, <laughs> and she was like, I'll just be so happy when COVID is over because uh, I am, she, she wants to see people and I go grab yeah. me like, and she won't, she won't see anyone because she's like high risk and all that. Yeah. And, um, 
I, w- I told her, I said, Grammy, like, this is not going to be ending for anytime soon. I was like, this is, this is what it's going to be for years. And she was like, you th- why do you think that? And I was like, why wouldn't it? I mean, it's been almost two years now. And now cases are rising and people are going back remote. Things are getting canceled. Like they're like our UC system out here in California, they're doing like the first month remotely, I think, uh, for so like uh, places like UCLA, USC, they're doing everything remotely the first month of, yeah. of school for fall. And it's like, like, that's where it's going. And I said, it's, it's not going to change anytime soon. And so she was like, oh, like, <laughs> like, this is like the new normal, yo. So. Bless our heart. Well, speaking of like the, the new normal, if this is like our reality, like what are some things that you're kind of like thinking about for 2022 in terms of like, what do you want to accomplish both like career wise, athlete wise? Like, have you thought about like, not necessarily a resolution, but like, like, for example, like Eric and I have like kind of labeled the years that we've like been together as like different periods. So for example, there was one year of just hanging on where it was just so like financially difficult, careerly difficult, you know, family difficult. It was just the year that we just, just hung the fuck on and just like tried to get through the year. Like this year, we're thinking it's going to be a year of growth, both for my business, both for his career, both as me as an athlete you know, whatever, just a year of growth and prosperity. And again, like, obviously we won't know this until hindsight, but we just have a feeling that the way we, our lives are headed, that this year is just going to be one about comprehensive growth. So what do you think that this year is going to bring for you personally, or what would you like it to bring? Oh, obviously more growth as a coach. Mm -hmm. Um, All of my goals right now are really centered around coaching and getting Mm -hmm. into just my passions and wanting to be my own scheduler and be my own boss and, and stuff like that. And, you know, am I thinking about leaving my full-time job this year? No, but if it happens, I wouldn't be mad. Like, like, you know, if it was like, if I had the opportunity to like go full, like balls to the wall this year with coaching and just focus on that, like, and I had the means to do it. And I was able to like, see, that's the thing is that like, I might have to like pull back and kind of, I don't want to say regress in life, but like financially so that I can get to where I want to go coaching. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I'm not really in the position to do that. Like, so I'm, you know, paying 1800 in rent, for example, that I have to, yeah, no, I know. I, I know. So like I, feel I have that. to have this full-time job so that I can live. Right. And then obviously like my other bills and expenses and stuff like that, but just to live, it's 1800. That's like half my check for what I do at, you know, at my full-time job. And so like, if I were to just quit, I'd have to have some cushion and I'd have to know that I'm going to lose some money, but I would have all the time in the world to like push for coaching. But, you know, when I was living a couple months ago, I was living with my mom or my family and like, I didn't have that, rest- that strain. So I could have done it then I could have just been like, Hey mom, like I can't help as much right now, but this is what I'm trying to do. So yeah. but I'm not in the position to do that. So if I had that, I would want to do it. Um, but I think that it'll just be more centered towards like growing coaching wise, like really yeah. just going, like finding the right people to surround myself with like yourself, like 
the people that support me, like Mark's team continuing, obviously, like my relationship is very supportive of that too. Um, to have like people around me that support me through, mm-hmm. you know, wanting to be a full-time coach. So yeah, it's going to be all about like that. And also like gaining confidence knowledge wise, I think, cause I, I think I really, um, I'm really bad at understanding my own value. Um, I'm like, I've seemed very confident, but I'm always questioning things that I say. Like, I'm always like, should I have said that? Did I get that right? And I just, I don't want to feel like that anymore. Like, I don't want to feel like that. I just want to kind of like do it. And if anyone disagrees and they don't like it, then fuck them, you know? So (laughs) I want like a, a more personal growth there where I feel very, I feel competent whether or not I'm getting signups or not. Um, Cause I tend to like, if I have a slow period, like right now I'm in a slow period because holidays and stuff, I really um, question like my own abilities. And so I don't want, I don't want to feel like that anymore. Like when Mark doesn't get signups, he's not like, I'm a shitty coach. He's just like, uh, you know, it's just a slow time right now. And I'm not there yet. Like I'm not there to know like the times of like, when it's faster and when it's not and stuff like that. So right now I agree. That just honestly, that just comes with time. It, it really does. Like I was actually on a sales call a week and a half ago and, you know, this was an advanced um, bodybuilder, you know, he used drugs and I was honestly surprised at how in depth our conversation was able to go just from my sheer knowledge. And like, if you were to ask me like four or five months ago to speak on what we were speaking on, <laughs> I would be uh, 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 no idea. I don't know. But like the fact that I was able to engage in a conversation and show that like, I knew my shit and was able to provide value on this, like call with this potential athlete. Like it put his trust in me much more where he's like now heavily considering it, but it's also a boost for not necessarily my ego, but it was a boost for me knowing that like I'm investing the right finances and the right time to make myself more valuable as a coach to these higher advanced athletes that I am interested in coaching. Like as much as I like coaching my lifestyle athletes, like my heart is always going to be with competitors, like competitors. I want to work with people like me who are like the same mindset, the same breed, because that's just like where I thrive and get most of my happiness. And so it's like, you know, as scary as that is, sometimes you have to like push yourself into these new realms and these new unknowns in order to get that exposure and experience, but it just comes with time. You know, like you don't start, like everyone starts off practically a macros coach. Like you don't start off like knowing all of these things that like these fucking top level coaches know you learn over time. And hopefully (laughs) you are learning over time and are, you know, pushing yourself to new heights as a coach before, you know, you're just like staying comfortable. Cause that's like the one thing that will just, you know, cause stagnation is just being comfortable. So like you have to like get out of your comfort zone comfort zone in order to get that growth, but they just, yeah, it just takes time. Yeah. And you also have to like, want it, like you have to want to, to learn, like before this call, everyone, um, or before this podcast, I was on a call with Mark and it ended up going over like, I think like 25 minutes, 20 minutes. Um, but I paused what we were going on here, what we had going on here. Cause he started talking about some stuff that like, I, that I hadn't, I didn't know yet, you know? So I was like, Hey, Ash, can you wait? Like, cause he's really going in depth about some stuff and I really need to take notes. And it's like that, like, you have to be a learner in it. Like you can't, you can't just be like, I'm going to be a coach and then stay where you're at and not get any continued education just because you have clients. Um, 
because eventually those clients will find people like myself or like Ashley or like Mark or people that are trying or that know that they cannot stay stagnant and that their value increases as they, um, Mm -hmm. as they learn. Like, so yeah, like you can, you really have to be a learner. And if you're not a learner, then like being a coach is not for you. Um, because you're never really, I don't want to say you're never, it's, this isn't the term I should be using. You're never really there. Like you're never truly there. Mm -hmm. Like you're always looking towards something else that you could be learning or could be reading or something like that. It's just like being an athlete. You're never really there. Like, so you have to be okay with that. Like, and you have to be very, you have to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. So yeah. Right. Right. Uh, Coaching and bodybuilding. The reason why they go, well, both go hand in hand so very well is it's a, it's a longevity thing. It's all about the journey and the process and not results, which is why I think a lot of people get burnt out and quit so soon, both coaching and as an athlete is because again, they just see these coaches being successful or they see these athletes being successful and they think the results are instantaneous. And when they find out they're not, they burnt themselves out because they were so balls to the walls that they didn't focus on longevity and again, being process oriented. And that's why it's so important to understand these things is again, it's about the journey. It's about the process. It's about the growth, not just stepping on stage or not just having these high level athletes because you don't like, I think people, when they first start coaching, they like, you know, say that, Hey, I'm now accepting one-on-one clients and they expect fucking their dms to blow up and then when they like go four months without a fucking inquiry they're like what the hell i said i was a coach like it doesn't work like that you have to provide value you have to grow as a human being grow as an athlete grow as a coach and then eventually once you put in the work and you are patient and you provide your value provide your worth and show that like you know what the fuck you're talking about then that's when people are like hmm maybe i should like try them out yeah yeah for sure and like again, like it just takes time. I know that like, you know, we, we talk about this all the time because we're going through it. Like, as we, we talk about it, cause we're going through it, like we're not like there, you yeah. know? And I think, I think, uh, we have athletes that come to us and you think we're there and it's like, we're not like totally not. Um, and always learning and always like, you know, learning stuff about like, also like the personal journey of being a coach, like learning stuff about ourselves. Like, I didn't think I was insecure or like lacked confidence in certain things. I didn't think I was, but I am totally like, I'm totally like, Oh crap. Like I feel weird, you know, (laughs) like, and you have to be able to identify when you feel some type of way. Um, and it's okay to feel some type of way. So like, you know, when you have a time where you're, you know, you're questioning yourself or you're like, oh, a protocol I'm writing and I'm not entirely sure I might have to ask someone like it's and you feel icky inside. It's it's nothing to feel icky over. But the fact that you feel icky says something about you like and it says something like and you have to think internally and say, hey, why do I feel this way? It might be because you don't know that much about a topic. It might be because you're uncomfortable with an athlete. It might be a lot of things and you have to be able to say like, hey, like you have to be able to think and identify it so that that problem that you're having, like of feeling icky um, goes away. Like, and so you can coach eloquently because you can't coach. It's really hard to coach um, eloquently when you have insecurities going on 
And it's, it's hard for you to feel energized to coach when you're coaching, um, maybe for a certain athlete that like, you might not know much about because you're like sitting there like, Oh, you know, what, what do I do with this, with this client? Um, and you're troubleshooting and it's really, that's where coaching is. I think that's maybe the hardest part about coaching. There's a lot of hard parts, but that's one of them is trying to navigate things that like, you don't know very much about, um, and, and having to sit back and say like, Hey, like, I might not know much about this. I might have to ask my mentor. I might have to ask my friend. Um, Ashley's asked me things like I've asked her things. And usually like we come to an agreement and usually where our minds are going. Cause I'll ask, like, if Ashley asks me stuff, I'll ask her where her mind is going. What are you going to do? What have you done? And then I'll say, oh, okay, this is what I would have done. This is what mm-hmm. I've done with the past client. And then she implements it and we see how it works. So, yep. you know, like you have to be okay with like kind of troubleshooting that way. But the more you feel inadequate, the less likely you're going to be able to give your all to someone. So, yep. yeah. 100%. No, this is awesome. I like, I like this, uh, what is it, shooting the shit or whatever it is we're talking. I like, I like just talking. Like sometimes it's nice not to have a topic, but just see where our minds go. Cause like, obviously like our minds are kind of in similar spots right now. And I think that's really cool. Cause again, like going back to the isolation thing, like sometimes like coaching is sometimes like a you versus you mentally thing. And so it's nice yeah. to hear that like other coaches had the same struggles as you, but at the same time, like this is how they're working on it to overcome it. And knowing that even if you are alone, you're not actually alone. Like you can always like talk and have a support system there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, on another note, I have to say this, um, for Christmas, um, Tony got me this, like an appointment to do a, what is it called? A boar? It's a shoot. It's like a sexy shoot. It's like a board. Yeah. And I know, I know, I know, I know. And it's like all inclusive and it's like, you get like a photo thing, like a, like a flip book and like, and I'm not going to do it. He was like, you can do it when you can choose to do it now if you want to. But I told her you might not want to because you're like peak off season. And I was like, yeah, yeah you're right. I don't want to do it right now. <laughs> he was like, but it's like you can you can schedule it with her whenever. So like if you go into a prep next year or something um, and, or you're a little bit leaner or whatever, whatever yeah. makes you feel good, like you can do it then. And I'm like kind of excited about it because I I'm, you know. I don't know. I've never done That's something good like that. Gift. They're a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun. Especially yeah. if you get the right photographer and they make you feel comfortable. You can just like, there's this like inner sexy goddess that you didn't even know was stuffed down there. But like when you're Have like, you in the, but you're like, <laughs> Have you done one? Yes, I did. I did it um, back in 2019, pre, pre-breast dog. And it was actually a lot of fun. But I want to do one again, but I don't want to do it until I'm like lean. Maybe not stage lean because like then you kind of lose yeah. a little. But like, That's what maybe, I told like, him. Yeah, like I twelve weeks. I want to be. I said I want to be just right. Like yeah. I want to be like middle prep or like after prep reversing. Yeah. So it might be like more enjoyable if I'm reversing because I'm not thinking about like meal timing and shit like that, and it's not as like, it's not as, it's not as crazy as it would be if it if it were in prep, especially if I'm mid prep and it's like ten weeks out, eight weeks out, and I'm like already tired. So it's like. True. Honestly, yes. But then like devil's advocate here, it might be good to kind of take, because sometimes you're so like fucking focused and prep goggles that like sometimes doing something nice for your body like that. And just like your spirit, because again, you get the right photographer. 
you could be like four weeks in prep and or four weeks like out and like having a hell of a good time. Like yeah. it's just so much fun, especially if they're like making you like feel good as a person and like do this pose, do that pose. Oh yes. That, that's great. Like that looks great or whatever. Like it is so high energy that it's so much fun. So like, I mean, obviously you'll know when the time is right, but they were a lot of fun and I hope you enjoy it. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm just like, ah, never done that. And then she, he said that she has like, um, like clothes or we could go get clothes and bring them. And so I was like, okay, cool. Like, so that's going to be cool for me. Cause yeah, I went to Victoria, like loaded up on like lingerie and stuff. It's all, it's, it's so much fun. Like bring heels, lingerie, like, I don't know, like rose petals is also like a fun one, like roses and shit. So like, mm-hmm. got you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to tell you that. Cause I was like excited. It's like one of my favorite gifts. <laughs> That's so nice. Dude, for me, like my biggest like gift to myself, and again, we mostly got money this year for Christmas because we're in that like stage of life where we just need to buy higher ticketed items to furnish our house and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, I wanted to set aside some money to treat myself on like <laughs> on morphogen subs that I wouldn't normally get in my stack. And so I yeah. was like, More for them. I was like, well, I want something that like, I haven't really used regularly before that I have maybe tried from like a friend or something like that. And so like when I went over to Angie's house, like she was like, she's always very generous with her supplements. And so she like, let me try Adaptogen and she gave me her Somagen because it just didn't digest well with her. And like, I love Somagen. And so what I did is I bought two things of Adaptogen and two things of Somagen. And like, that was like my little gift to myself because like, I think they're genuinely good products. They're just like not normally in my stack rotation. So that's yeah. how I treat yeah for sure yeah I haven't I actually haven't tried adaptogen I I haven't tried somogen either um I've tried everything I think other than somogen and adaptogen and nephrogen I haven't tried nephrogen I just haven't needed it nephrogen's I mean like it's like it's a really great product like it gets you really good results um it the taste is okay I mean again like with such but some of these health stops you have to just like grit and bear it but like it's for what it is it's really good um, but I think I've tried almost everything except their like commodities, like the beta alanine and stuff. I haven't obviously tried and obviously Adonis because I don't have a penis and don't yeah. need like prostate health. <laughs> well, just <laughs> that stuff, like I wouldn't, obviously wouldn't try, but yeah. And I also haven't had, I guess I haven't tried a lot. Never mind. But what is the other one? The, not the Donis, uh, diet, diet. Yeah. Yeah. Diet, diet. I call it yeah. diet. My- diet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't really have an issue with like production of like sex hormones like female sex hormones so I haven't really needed it so yeah I use it it's a good product we'll we'll see like when the bloods um tests come back because I got my bloods done on Tuesday so hopefully they come back this week because they're looking good we might you know reverse my calories back up and head into another growth phase which would be nice okay it's awesome (laughs) I'm excited but I think that's that's all I have nothing else new just kind of finishing up the year strong which is super cliche to say but I mean that's what we're doing yeah um everything's good on this side and I guess we'll talk to you all next week sounds good talk to y'all next week peace peace recording stopped